Welcome back to I'd Rather Watch Netflix, a podcast where we have candid conversations about modern dating. I'm Tony. And I'm Nicole. And today we're talking about one night stands. But before we get into that, Nicole, do you have any updates since the last time we recorded? Uh, no, not really. Um, I haven't been, like I kind of told you in the last update, I haven't really been focused on dating. And because of that, I haven't really been active on my dating sites. And I pretty much just, like, go to work and just hang out with my friends. So, um, unfortunately, I have not been uh, hanging out with people or talking to dudes. And the ones that try and hit me up just are still annoying me. Um, Yeah. I got one today from a guy who doesn't even live in the area. I guess he was just visiting, which, you know, pet peeve of mine is when they don't list that they're in from out of town. Yeah. And then you match with them and you think they're here. But we matched and then I discovered he's not here. And then he sent me a message um, yesterday or sometime and, and I didn't get back to it till this morning. And he had said that he wasn't from here. He was just visiting. But that, you know, we should continue, you know, ch- talking and stuff. And I said, you know, unfortunately, I'm not really looking to chat with somebody long distance right now. Um, you know, like, basically, I'm just not interested in pursuing anything or whatever because he he basically i can't remember how he worded it but he's basically implying that like we could still have something and i was just like i don't i don't know if that's true we don't even know each other but anyway uh i basically said you know i don't do long distance stuff and he goes uh you shouldn't limit yourself the world is full of options and i, I said don't know. i feel like you like if you do a long distance thing it happens like after you are already together and then one of you has to leave for some reason i don't think like starting out long distance necessarily makes a ton of sense no especially from a tinder app (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like that just i don't know i just didn't i don't want to bother that just seems like a lot of work for no reason if you're connected like in another way and then it ends up long distance like you said sure but i don't want to be connected with you in freaking tinder and then you turn around and like aren't even here like what's the point of that yeah, so no, I agree. So I basically just politely was like not interested and he was telling me that I was limiting myself and that I need to like broaden my horizons and stuff and stay open to possibilities. And I'm like, I no, I I said, well, I appreciate the feedback, but again, I don't really have a lot of time for somebody right now. So the last thing I'm gonna do is try and invest in something that requires kind of a lot more in, in one regard, right? Because you never get to see each other, so you have to make more time and stuff for them. And I just was, like, kind of feeling that it was silly. And yeah. then I kind of had explained myself again, which I already explained myself once. And then he literally copied and pasted the same message and sent it as his reply. It's like, I yo, don't... bro, I already said no. I don't know you. Why do I have to explain myself to you? Get out. Exactly. So I basically just um, said, first off, I could tell that you literally copy pasted that because even the same punctuation and everything. Uh, And secondly, I don't know why you're deciding that I'm limiting myself or not. How the hell do you know anything about me? Yeah. And third, I really don't appreciate you trying to dictate how I should be handling the situation. This is my choice. You know? So fourth, fuck you. You're a stranger. Get out of here. Yeah. So, like, those are those are my limited, like, interactions where I just get so annoyed and I'm not really bothered. I mean, granted, I'm not bothering to try or, like, 
invest a lot into any of it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, every time there is a little bit of a hint towards it, I'm just so annoyed that I don't even, like, care. I'm like, please go away. Another, like, friend of mine hit me up and said we should hook up. And then I happened to see in social media that he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, why? Like, why are those my options? <laughs> Why don't men just fuck their girlfriends? How about that? Uh, she's pregnant. Oh, all right. Well, maybe she doesn't want to fuck. But even so, like... It has nothing to do with wanting to bang me, though. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Like, that's well, not the... I, and then, because I even made a comment, like, well, is this, like, an open thing? Because maybe they're the kind of couple that, you know, she doesn't want to, so she's allowing it to be open or something. Who knows? Yeah. And then she turned around and he was like, oh, no, she. this would have to be extremely low-key. And I was like, Ew. so you just want to put your penis in something while your girlfriend's pregnant with oh, your wait, baby. Dude. So, yeah, those are my options. Yeah, those are slim pickings. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to respond. I'm not even going to open the app. I don't even care. I mean, it's like a few times you talk to us. You know, like, you know you talk talking to a couple people and you'll be doing something have a little bit of conversation one night and then it just drops yeah and there's no real reason it's not like it was negative or anything they could have been cool but the conversation just stops so then no one bothers to try and that's just it yeah but then i also feel like it's like a struggle because the more i pull away the harder it is to get more engaged and excited but then it's also hard to get excited and engaged when you're spending a lot of time or spending a lot of time to feel like it's wasted in the end because it's not going anywhere yeah i feel like taking a little break kind of like when you're ready to get back in you might be like a little refreshed and be a little bit more excited or like feel better about it after you know taking the time off like our 30-day cleanse you're just you're not setting out to do it but you're still just kind of doing it yep yeah i mean because it is a lot of work I mean, in so much work. Some regard, it's kind of like job hunting. Yeah, only it's generally you hate your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also hate a lot of the potentials out there too. <laughs> uh, I actually love a lot of my coworkers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it sucks. So I'm uh I'm glad that I haven't really had to deal with it in a while. Um, so I do not envy you, but hopefully things get better for you soon oh i'm i i mean i don't it's fine i mean i can can, you can say that not having to deal with it is better oh yeah that's true too but i mean uh for the sake of our dating podcast you might have to start dating people (laughs) like i just have to like i told you this before like i just have to fill my quota so we have enough stories so i just have to be like i'm only going this date with you because i have a quota to meet exactly be like don't worry i'll buy my own drinks i just need you to have a conversation with me thanks yeah all right bye (laughs) that's funny well um things have been going good with uh, my two guys open relationship guy and instagram guy it's been i've balanced it better than i thought i was going to balance it so things kind of got easy and just kind of fell into a rhythm for a bit and yeah, everything was going good until, you know, until it doesn't, it's not good anymore. So we have some sad news for the podcast today. Um, oh. So Open Relationship Guy 
was uh, going away to this weekender and I wasn't going, he was going alone. So I was like, we had talked about it. You know, I've known that he was going for months or whatever. So he was going and uh, I would always suggest to him, you know, like friends that I had going, like I would, if, you know, I was just, I didn't want him. He's always fine on his own anyway, but I just wanted him to, you know, feel comfortable or whatever. Cause it was his first sure. time going to this specific event. So I was like, Oh, well this person will be there. That person will be there. You know, you can hang out with them, you know, cause he's met a, like basically all of my friends anyway. So he goes on the weekender and he's supposed to stay the night at my house the night before he leaves. But also like one of his friends was unexpectedly moving. Um, and that, and so that night was kind of like the last hurrah for him and like this specific group of friends that he had. And so they ended up staying out and he got a little drunk. And so he just texted me and was like, Hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to come over tonight, which is kind of a bummer. Cause I like stayed up all night waiting for him. So then the next day he like, how got much on the... notice did he give you? Or is it like at the very end of the night? He's like, it yeah, I, I kind of like, like at the very end of the night. Uh. Um, but I, I knew that, you know, it was like the last day his friend was in town. So like, I wasn't upset about it, you know? Um, I was more just like disappointed that I didn't get to see him. And then I wasn't going to see him for like a few days because he was, you know, going upstate. So the next morning he left, I'm at work, we're texting. Um, well, he texted me in the morning and then um, there were like several hours where I hadn't heard from him, which is odd. But then of course, like he's driving. So I wasn't like that weirded out by it. So then like later on that evening, he was a little tipsy and, you know, we were flirting and sending messages and sending um, selfies or whatever back and forth. And then he sends me kind of like a, like a suggestive, like flirty kind of text. But what he didn't know was a little bit before that, uh, I found out that he had lied to me about going to the event alone and his girlfriend was actually in town and he was going to the event with her. And one of my friends at the event sent me a photo of them Shit. together at the event. So he sent me like the emojis, you know, like the, the finger pointing into the okay sign, you know, like the sex. Yeah. 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 So he sent me those. And did you send them the flip up or the, you know, flipping them off emoji? No, I sent the picture <laughs> of him and his girlfriend back to him. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually better. Well, the thing is, like, I had found out earlier that day, and I wasn't. Oh, so you knew when he was supposed to be coming over, and he, and at the point of him canceling, you all, you had already been aware. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Um, when he was driving, and he wasn't texting me a lot. Um, and then he texted me when he got there, and then once he was there, when he was like having the party or whatever, when he was there, I found out. But he had, he was like texting me and stuff like it was normal and like telling me he missed me and like While telling me. While he was me, with her? Yeah. And he was like telling That's me about his weird. day. Like, but the thing is, like, I think that, so I think that he must have, he maybe like picked her up in the morning or something and maybe they traveled there together. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it essentially. But so he was flirting with me all day, talking to me all day. And it turned out that he was with her. And so I wasn't going to, the thing is like, she doesn't know about me. She doesn't know that he lied to me. She flew all the way across the country to spend the weekend with her boyfriend. I'm not trying to ruin her weekend. So I wasn't going to say anything to him about it. And I was trying to be as normal as possible. 
So, you know, I would ask him, he would send me a picture of him, like, drinking Very rum. Very nice of you, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, like, it's not, you know, like, I agreed to be in this open relationship, and I knew what I was getting into when I got into it, you know? like I, Yeah, and, but it's also hard to, like, have to curb your emotions when you're frustrated and confused and upset and potentially course. hurt. But it's definitely not her fault. Why am I going to fuck up her week? You know what I mean? Like, No, I know. I, I'm not, like, trying to fuck up her week sense, but, like just hard to bottle that in while you wait to see him some you know what i mean because i'd be like oh is this killing me i need to know like what's going on yeah it definitely was and luckily like i had some friends there you know that were like talking to me and like i went and got drunk because i was like upset like i was at beauty bar with like my happy hour friends and but when he sent me that emoji like he's like with her and he's like sending me like sex emojis and i'm like no like you are getting this picture back and i so i just wrote him and i was just like I'm really disappointed and hurt that you lied to me. Uh, And I was like, don't respond to this text. I don't want to ruin, I don't want to affect your weekend. Um, We can just talk about this when you get back. And then he wrote me back and he was like, I'm so sorry. I wrestled for weeks trying to figure out how to tell you. I just couldn't. So decided not to. Instead of figuring out how to, that's the route he took. I don't know what he was thinking, to be honest. Like, he's a really smart guy, so I don't know why he thought that this would be, like, the correct course of action. Uh, Especially considering how many times we've talked about how Mm -hmm. we need to be honest and communication and how... And the other thing is, like, we we had been seeing each other for about six months, he and I. So we saw each other four days a week for six months. So we were basically, like, a couple. So we stopped using condoms with the agreement that if either one of us started having sex with someone else, we would go back to condoms. So he is on vacation with his girlfriend and tried to hide it from me, which meant he was probably going to have sex with his girlfriend. I'm assuming unprotected considering they've been having, they've been together for years and years. Mm -hmm. And then he was just going to come back to me like, and, and I wasn't going to tell you. Yeah. And I wasn't even going to know any better. Like they're in an open relationship. I don't know who she's fucking. I don't know if she's yeah. using protection. Like he completely, it's so disrespectful. He completely disregarded like the, your, what I asked health. him to do. Yeah. Cause I specifically asked him if you have sex, like I don't burn an open relationship. You're not my boyfriend. If you have sex with someone else, let me know so we can go back to condoms. And that's like, I asked him that so early on in the relationship that I'm just like, why? Why? What are you thinking? Like, what were you thinking? You knew I had so many friends there. Like, how in your mind yeah, like, did you calculate yeah. that you were going to get away with this? Uh, maybe he didn't want to. Maybe his subconscious wanted him to get caught. I don't know. Because he don't didn't want to deal with it. And then he just figured if it comes out this way, it comes out this way. If it doesn't, then I don't have to worry about it. I don't think so. So like after the weekend, he messaged me when he was on his way home and we had agreed that we would, he was on his way home on Sunday. We agreed that we would talk on Monday. Well, he texted me again. He's like, I'm really anxious to have this conversation. Can we just have it today? And so I let him come to a bar that's near my house and we had the conversation and we just like tried to talk. And I was like trying not to, I kept a level head. I was trying to be reasonable, but my feelings were really hurt. So I had, I was having a really hard time with this conversation uh, because like when you see someone that you care about, like you don't want things to be bad. And I'm basically having to scold him. Like he's a child. I'm like, like, why did you do this? You know, you're disrespecting me. Like 
you know, you took away my choice when you were going to try to have sex with me without a condom when, you know, you don't know where your girlfriend's been. I mean, no offense to her. Like, that's no, not. Of course. It's not about her. It's about just the fact that that's not being considerate of your health and the arrangement you guys had. Exactly. And I've never, I don't ask a lot of him, honestly. Like, I feel like I'm fairly easygoing in this relationship. I've gone out of my way to be super respectful of him and his girlfriend. And I feel like this was his first chance to really step up for me. And he didn't do it. And it was really disappointing and hurtful. So we had this conversation at at a bar. And he was just like, I couldn't handle, like, the look on your face when I told you that she was going to be there. And I was like, listen, like I, I probably, excuse. I know. And the thing is like, I honestly, I probably would have been bummed because you know but what I mean? It's like, not the comparison bum. Like that's the part that, 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 that really confuses me is they all say that, but it's like, do you understand that this other version of bummed is 10 times worse? He didn't realize <laughs> it until I got back. And that's a, until he got back. And that's the thing. He's like, I just, I was worried that, you know, you might end things. And I was like, why would I end things? Like, I know that you have a girlfriend. This is the dumbest thing for you to lie about. But Obviously, isn't that also, also a selfish reason to still not respect and tell you? Exactly. The whole thing is selfish. And I'm like, <laughs> I, kn- I knew you have a girlfriend. Why lie to me about seeing your girlfriend? Like, it's so stupid. Like, I would have been a little bummed. God, but I that's gotten, so, that's I so frustrating. It. Yeah. That's so frustrating. This was so avoidable. And this the thing extremely is, extremely like, avoid, uh, 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 you know, like this never even had to go down this route. He just had to tell you. Yeah, and I could see him sitting across from me at the table, just like realizing all of the bad choices that he made, and realizing how easy it could have been just to tell me the truth. And he was, and he like was hoping that some way we could get past this. Mm. But then I'm like you know what, like, when we first started seeing each other, like, you weren't even upfront about you having a girlfriend. I had to find out on Facebook. And so I've already overlooked this once. Like, how many times can I overlook you being dishonest with me before I look foolish? And he was just like, no more time. Do you know what I mean? But he... Still wanted to be for... for, 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 Have you forgive him and then get back together? Yeah, because I can tell that he, like, really, really cares about me. And... I think that he's really confused about, like, I don't, I hope to God, yeah, I hope to God she never hears this because I'm not trying to shit talk her or her relationship, but he seems very confused about that. And I'm not sure how well they're doing um, because I don't ask those kinds of things. Like it's not in my business. Sure. But in, in my opinion, it seems like the content that, you know, yeah, based off of what I know, it seems like he may have been a little more. I mean, currently, and that's probably, it could just be because he's seeing me more and he's used to me currently more. He just seemed like he might be a little bit more into our little world rather than whatever they have. Um, but then that's not really fair either to her. And that's what and I the told same, him. right? That if yes. he's doing these, really just screwing you both over. Yes. And so like right before I left, I was like, honestly, like you really need to talk to her. You need to be fair to her. Like, cause you're not. And uh, I'm like, don't do what you did to me, to her. Like, it's not, it's not fair. And so the next day I go out to dinner with Courtney and, you know, like I'm, I'm obviously like really torn up about this. Um, cause I really liked him. So, you know, we're just kind of talking about it and she's like, 
do you think that he maybe like wasn't in an open relationship at all? And I was like, you know what? Like that probably would have been like a really good time to ask him. And so I texted him and I was just like, can I ask you a question and you be completely honest with me? And he goes, absolutely. So I asked him, I was like, were you really in an open relationship? Expecting like a quick yes, you know? Yeah. And it took like 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden I got this paragraph back and I was like, oh boy. So he's like, he's like, this is really hard for me to explain. Can I just call you later? So I'm like, okay. So I let him call me. And so the situation is when we had the conversation about her, they were in an open relationship. They weren't? They were. Oh, okay. So they weren't, to his knowledge, they were in an open relationship. Since that initial conversation, things kind of went back and forth and they had other conversations and none of that was ever brought to my attention. So Mm. in the time between us getting started and us ending, the open relationship became kind of a gray area. So I'm not sure how open it was the whole time. And so there's still, even though he was maybe telling the truth in the beginning, there was still some untruthfulness in the middle. So that all kind of sucked. So then he listened to the podcast where I talked about, uh, yeah, this is a whole story. This is why you shouldn't be shitty boys. Cause you're going to get on this podcast. So this is a whole story. So everyone buckle up, <laughs> get some popcorn. Like... Get some popcorn. Jeez, I didn't even need to do any of my updates. This was the juicy stuff. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole thing. So he listens to the podcast. It's the first episode where we talk about how, or the first episode he is in where we talk about uh, how we met and yeah. our first date. And I guess it just made him sad and miss me. And so he wrote me a really lovely letter apologizing again and, you know, just letting me know that he had, like, he really compartmentalized both of his relationships. And he just had, like, a really hard time figuring out how to let them overlap when they needed to overlap. And um, he just hoped that, you know, that we could maybe, you know, eventually like kind of work it out. And he really wanted to talk to me. So I texted him after I got the letter and I let him know that I would be open to talking, but I'm just not ready yet. And I'm open to being his friend, but I don't think that I can do much more than that. So then, um, all the while, uh, which sucks because you obviously you know, really liked him. I did. And it makes me really sad because like, I knew that this was eventually going to end, but I thought that it was going to end like with him moving away because his job ended. Like I didn't think it was going to be like this. So I always, in my mind, it was always going to end on a friendly note. It was sure. just going to end because it needed to due Not to the situation. He was disrespecting you. Exactly. Like I never pictured it, this going as badly as it did. So because it seemed like every time we checked in, we were being honest and we we're communicating well. And apparently, doesn't that suck too? We because weren't. you you find it so hard to find somebody that you can communicate well with, and when you think it's there, and then they completely strip it away, you're like, w- was I 
faking like did i trick myself into thinking that this was happening yeah you know and so i'm bummed about it obviously because we have inside jokes and i'm used to him being around and yep. then like all the you guys sudden, spend a lot of time together yeah and then all of a sudden he's not there and it's sad and so all the while like instagram guy is there and he he was there the night that i found out and he was like you can tell me as little about this or as much as you want he's like i'm here for you i know that it's weird so he was very good about supporting me because I was sad, but also giving me space to like kind of deal with it on my own. Sure. Uh, so he's he's been really, really, really great throughout the whole thing. So then just to get the updates all the way out. So I agreed to talk to him because me and Instagram guy have been hanging out a lot. I'm trying very hard to make sure like keep my feelings about open relationship guy separate from instagram guy i because i don't want instagram guy to be a rebound i don't want of course yeah i want because we met before that and i i want to be really fair to him because you know how i feel about him Mm -hmm. those are also very real valid feelings so i'm just trying to tread carefully with that because i don't want to fuck things up with him because i think he's really wonderful as well after I got the letter, I agreed to talk to Instagram guy. So we agreed to Skype. So he Skyped me and it was basically like the same thing. He asked me what I thought of the letter. I think that I responded a little too harshly, which I feel bad about because it was a lovely letter. Um, I was just, I'm hurt and I, but I shouldn't take it out on him that in that way. Like it's not very mature of me to do. So I just let him know that I don't think that we can do it again like I don't think that he I don't think that I could trust him the tr- number yeah, one. The trust is gone um, I don't think that he can have an open relationship and so especially if he's still in this situation that's not something that I'm interested in pursuing with him yeah that makes uh, and sense. yeah so I just let him know that and I was like you also really need to figure out what's going on with you and your girlfriend because yeah. I think that you really need to be fair to her and yeah, so it ended in that way. And I told him that I would really like for us to be friends. And I don't know how he feels about that because he hasn't like we've texted a tiny bit here and there, but not a lot. So I think that he's I think that he's just kind of done with me, but he might just be sorting his feelings out as well. Sure. So we're um, we're taking a break from each other which i think that we both need and i hope that maybe in the future we can be friends with each other but i don't know i mean that's my hope but i guess i don't know his feelings and also he he might not be very happy with me so i don't know i you know like well why would he not be happy with you because you didn't want to do it again yeah and like i don't know how many episodes of this podcast that he's listened to like he didn't want to know if i was dating anyone else so i never told him about the Instagram guy. So if he's still listening to this, he now knows about the Instagram guy and he's probably going to have some feelings to sort out about that. But also like those feelings aren't my responsibility because I wasn't his girlfriend. And he told me that he didn't want to know if he wanted to know, I would have told him. And he couldn't be honest about things that you asked him to be honest about with you. So yeah, but that's, it's not, tick for tat you know what i mean i'm not saying you did no, this but, so i can do that but he specifically no, but said if he he, he's gonna disrespect somebody else he can't really get upset that he you did exactly what he asked you to do 
exactly. Like, that's what he asked me to do. I was respecting his feelings, but I think even though I was respecting his feelings that he still may not be 100% happy finding out that I, you know, did, you know, go on dates with someone while he and I were still doing whatever the fuck it was that we were doing. So the era of open relationship guy has ended. It was (laughs) short lived. I don't know. Six months is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but for the podcast, people don't know that it's been six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now you guys have some kind of time frame on that, I suppose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please don't stop and think about all the other previous episodes or yeah, when the timeline of this would be. <laughs> don't think about don't think about how long how many how long the spaces are between these podcasts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that ended. I I'm sad about it. Uh, and I'm taking some Rightfully time. Rightfully so. Yeah, and I took some time to myself. Um, Instagram guy is still here. He's really, really great. He is emotionally mature. <laughs> he is a good communicator. He's very honest. When All rarities. I know. And I honestly am loving it. He's wonderful and he's supportive. Great. And I let him know that he can know as much or as little as he wants to know about open relationship guy. So I don't know. He asked me questions. I answer them. So, and anything that bothers him, cause he also, so he also listened to some episodes of the podcast. And mm-hmm. I think that there was some miscommunication on how long and how much open relationship guy and I were seeing each other because when he had heard the episode, he was a little taken aback by uh, how much it seemed like an actual relationship. So I don't know if I maybe was like unconsciously like playing it down or maybe I just didn't explain to them how much, how much we were actually hanging out because I I think it's, I think it's different because when you're talking to somebody in your situation, talking to either of them, there's a part of like men who don't actually want to hear about other men for unless they're in that's like their kink or something right yeah but they don't want to they don't even then it's it's the sexual part it's not like the feelings and the friendship and the hanging out and the intimacy and the building and blah 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 yeah they don't want to they don't want to share like a lot of people just don't want to hear about that part because they don't want to share the feelings aspect so of course like hearing you being on a podcast and being very like honest and open about that it's going to be a different conversation than when you're having it with him too you know of course so I'm sure that's a different interpretation than your conversation, at least when, even if you were trying to convey it still in that way, uh, he may have walked away from it thinking, oh, this was just a light thing. I'm the, you know, person that she's focused on or whatever. Well, no, he knew from the beginning, like second date, I was like, I'm in this open relationship. So this is what I'm doing. And then throughout, throughout he and I going on dates, he still knew that I was in this relationship. But I think maybe I didn't do a very good job conveying like how much I actually saw the open relationship guy. Because he doesn't see his very much. Correct. So he listened to the podcast and I think that it, um, it kind of like resonated a a little more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it kind of bumped him out a little bit just cause he didn't, you know, it was, it was more than he thought that it was, but he was so, great about like we hung out that night he was like hey I listened to the podcast even though I told you I wasn't going to listen to it I listened to it and I was like okay 
and so he asked me some questions about it. He let me know that, you know, it bothered him a little bit, but it was mostly just like a, his kind of ego thing, but things were okay. And like, he's not upset with me. So we had like a very good grown up conversation about how he felt when he heard, you know, things that he didn't necessarily know about open relationship guy and mine's relationship. So I appreciated that he was just like honest, like, Hey, this bothered me. This is why it bothered me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're not responsible for these feelings. I just want to let you know how I'm Convey. feeling. Yeah. In case I am acting weird or whatever. Sure. And so I appreciated it. We talked it out and it was like, I was like, wow, he's like a real, like adult Human person. <laughs> yeah. And we're having like real adult conversations. So it was nice. So he and hey. I have been hanging out a lot. I'm having a lot of fun with him. Um, he's real cute. I like all, his, all good things. Yeah, I like all his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I he's, like his muscles. Yeah, I like his muscles. Well, he's not listening to this anymore, he says. So hopefully he keeps his word. Um, but it doesn't. I would never tell him not to because it's if he wants to listen to it, he can listen to it. It's, you know, kind of at your own risk, I guess. Because <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to censor myself on my own podcast because he might listen to it, but I don't think that he would expect that of me either. So I'm just going to keep doing what I do and hopefully I don't get myself into any trouble. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, things are going good with him. He's fun. He's smart. We have good sex. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Yeah. So that's a bummer of an update and it was really long. Sorry, everyone. Um, well, and I it, feel... sounded, it sounded like it's not quite a bummer. I mean, it's a bummer with one of them, but the other one is, is you know, a positive. Yeah, of course, of course. I tried not to be <laughs> too big of a bummer talking about the whole, like, break it off thing, but it's a, it was a whole ordeal. Um, and it's sad. Like, it's, I don't know Well, how he's long... also your friend, too, and you're hanging out with him a lot. So, like, you're also now don't have that. Yeah, so hopefully... You know? We can get back to being friends because I would really, really like that. Um, but we definitely need some space from each other. So, yeah, that's all the updates I have. So we can – let's get into this episode. So we're going to talk about weird one-night stands because everybody's had them. I mean, probably everyone has had them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that – I mean, actually, I'm surprised sometimes when people are like, I've never done that. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I guess some people don't have hoe phases. <laughs> I guess that's a thing for some people. <laughs> well, I had a whole phase, so I have a few. Um, Nicole, why don't you start with yours first, or one of yours first? We can go back and forth if you want. Yeah. Um, and and we're so well. I know I like some of these. I know I've talked about before, but I mean, I don't know that I told them all in full. Okay. Or that everyone's always listened to all the episodes. So I apologize, guys, if I repeat myself in some of these. Um, but I, uh, side memory is shit. Oh yes. Also my memory is shit, <laughs> but side note, I like to give people, um, nicknames because I keep a list <laughs> yes. Yes, and, yes. and with, I, I will give you their nickname because that's how we refer to people on this show anyway. And we're not trying to use their real name. So this is funny to me too, because of how I put them into my phone. So one of them now, now I want to make sure that no one gets confused because I have talked about a similar situation, but there is, um, 
I have in my phone as Butthole Ripper. <laughs> and, Wonderful. Yes. And now, now there are, you know, there was a story where I had done that to the guy and I put him in the hospital and all that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> Got back at me later on in life and gave me a butthole ripper of my own. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have to go to the hospital, thank God, but I never felt something so intensely uh, painful in my life. I, I, okay, so I just have to you to picture this, right? Okay. I, I go I'm on picturing a, it. Yeah. I go on a date with a Tinder whatever guy. I don't even remember where we met. And, oh, sidebar, uh, I see him all the time on apps still to this day. <laughs> so he's still out there trying to rip all holes. But anyway, um, so we match, we go on a date, we hit it off. He was actually really fun up until that point. And we get back to my place and, you know, we're having sex. And he decides to do the, like, I don't even know, like, this is what it felt like he did. Because I couldn't see everything because I was not facing him. Yeah. But he basically, like, put his finger in his mouth and did, like, the pop noise you do. Yeah. And then, but did it to my butthole. Like, <gasps> like, like, hooked it. Like, hooked no. it to pop it out. I, oh, Jesus. I never screamed. Like, I yelled. I was like, what the fuck? And I, like, screamed so loud. I got so mad. They instantly just kicked him out. I was my like, you gotta go. My so clenched right now. Oh, it was terrible. It hurt so bad. I couldn't, like, sit proper for a week. Oh, no. Um, it really, really, like, he tore my anus. <laughs> like, he tore my anus. And, like, I, I couldn't fathom. Like, you're supposed to be. So, please, 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 anybody listening who, who thinks they know about buttholes, please, please, please never be, like, so aggressive with it right from the get-go. You got to, like, warm that stuff up. Yeah, you like, can't just God. Jam jam anything in there and then fish hook it like what are you doing bro so long story short i pretty much just yelled at him and then made him get dressed asap and get out of my apartment and i didn't even he's like i'm so sorry i was like i don't care i don't ever want to talk to you again i'm done like get out and he's like (laughs) no please 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 and i was like nope and then like i said he's still on all these apps so every now and then you know i'll see him on there and I'm like, oh, and I can't block, you, some apps you can't block people unless you report them. Yeah. I'm not trying to report him. He didn't, he's, he could be a nice person, but he yeah. read my butthole. So I'm just not interested. It made me so <laughs> angry. I wanted to punch him in the face. Did you look at your butthole in the mirror after to see the damage? You know, I don't, I don't recall looking at my butthole, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I do recall is it hurt real bad and it was bleeding for a while. (laughs) My butthole was bleeding. So, so you know who you are, sir. And (laughs) you know who you are and I will never forget you. And every time you try to hit me up and I block you, it's because I will never forget that day. Well, hopefully he's learned his lesson and he doesn't rip any more buttholes in the future. God. I mean, I honestly probably, he probably really was honestly super sorry and I probably overreacted, but I was enraged. Yeah. So I just, I can't, I just can't. Well, imagine how he would have acted had he done that to, well, never mind, you have done yeah. that to somebody's butt. Um, and he you, forgave me. Well, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> he's a better person than you, apparently. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys drunk? 
I don't. I don't. Mate, probably. Yeah. Not that that's an excuse, but I guess it's a little. I don't. Well, I I, I don't totally recall, but it's usually unlikely for me to um, have a one night stand when I'm sober. Oh, amen. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, my your turn. <laughs> my first weird one night stand um, is a guy named Calvin. I oh. met him at a bar with my friend, with Lauren, who has been on this podcast before. Uh, funny enough, a long, long time ago, Lauren has also banged Calvin. Wow. Uh, she told me that that night, but we were champagne fueled and nothing was <laughs> stopping us. So this night, she had gone home with some other guy and I went home with Calvin, who was like wearing a vest, a vest at the bar and he had long hair like like I don't, it's definitely past his shoulders but I can't say it was down to his waist it was like long black hair so he's like he kind of looked like a metal guy but he was dressed like he was in like Mumford and Sons like it was really it was a weird combo <laughs> also Sounds please, hot. please remember I'm very no he had like a cute face I think and he had like a nice <laughs> like a nice fit body he was just dressed really fucking weird and I was, like, really drunk. So we go back to his house. And, oh, boy, did I realize it was a mistake the second we got there. Why? So we go into his house. And he takes me into his bedroom, which it looks like he just moved in. But there was, like, no furniture. Basically, mm. just, like, his mattress was on the floor. All of his stuff was in garbage bags. There was one tiny window in the room. And there were, like, two cats in the room. What? In in the room. Not in the house. In his room. And so there, I'm like, what is going on in this room? It was just like a, like piles of garbage bags, no furniture, a bed, and some cats. And so wow. I'm like, I'm like, well, I am too drunk to go home at this point, so I just need to follow through with this, even if it's just like passing out in his bed. So we were making out in his bed, and like we get undressed, and he cannot keep his boner. So he keeps trying to ram this like soft boner into me, and finally I'm just like, I try. Oh, to- I hate that feeling. Yeah, when they, like, fold it up and just try to stick it in there and and hope that it, like, starts to get hard. It's like a microwaved hot dog or something they're trying to fucking... I, like, get it if you have, like, a halfie and we got to stick it in and then, you know, it gets hard once we get going. But if it's just, like, full-on soft and you're trying to jam it in there, nobody Mm. lets stop. So I tried to help him out the best I could. It wasn't working. So we decided that we were going to take a break. So we take a break and we go to sleep and he wakes me up in the middle of the night to try again, which I'm like, cool. I like that kind of thing. Let's wake up and have sex. Only his dick is still soft. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why didn't he bother to wake you up when it was hard? Exactly. What are you doing? Don't wake me up with your soft dick trying to ram it into me. Go go away. God, that's so funny. But still, I'm, like, drunk. I don't know where I am in Brooklyn. It's, like, still night or morning or dark. But it's dark, you know? And so I wake up in the morning, and I have to go to the bathroom. So I, like, leave his bedroom, and I finally, like, sober up a little bit. And I just see his disgusting fucking house. Like, he probably had a roommate or something, but everything was gross. Like, gross. And then I go into his bathroom, and I was like, holy shit, I don't even want to pee in this bathroom. This is basically, like, a truck stop that hasn't been cleaned. Ew. And, like, it was so gross. God. So I am, like, hovering over his toilet, peeing, looking around, and literally rethinking every decision I've ever made in my life, trying to figure out how it led me to this dude's bathroom. 
So I go back into the room and I get, we all know those moments. Yeah. So I go back into the room, but I get dressed really quick and then just bail, just like leave his house. And then he like texted me later that day and he's like, Hey, I had a lot of fun. I hope we can see each other again. And I was just like, yeah, I had fun. You know, like, as I didn't know what to say, I didn't want to be rude. So I was just like, yeah, great. Bye. And then I just never talked to him again. I mean, he obviously had to know that like, you don't bring a girl home when you like have two mattresses on the floor and like garbage bags everywhere. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, that's not, that doesn't scream have sex with me. I have my shit put together. Like, get out of here, buddy. It was, it was a, no, it was a bad time. And I am really like, I don't know how I got there. I don't know what I was Uh, thinking. I just like went home covered in cat hair, smelling like condoms, but no, sex had happened so i was like well this is i wish i just woke up in my own bed now i have to travel all the way to queens from brooklyn that's so funny and terrible at the same time yeah so that's calvin he also had a really big tattoo on his back of like a snake or a dragon or something i don't know (laughs) but of course he did so i hope that if men listen that they take a few things away from the story Clean your fucking bathroom if you plan yes. on bringing girls home. Get a goddamn bed frame. Yes. If you're an adult man, if you're over thirty without a bed frame, no. Like just, yeah, and that doesn't mean a headboard. No. That's just a, a bed frame. Yeah, just like fucking have your mattresses on something and fuck. Like don't keep your clothes in garbage bags. Like what are you doing? Yeah, that's really weird. That's like, do you have to like quick like? vacate and you just need all your shit in a bag like i don't know that's why i assumed he just moved because i know people will like put stuff in garbage bags and they move but like yeah would it look that messy if he just moved in there (laughs) i don't know i mean my room i moved not too long ago and my room did it smell like cats too yeah oh it was the worst it was the worst oh yeah yeah that's the one night with calvin saga (laughs) your turn uh, um, okay, there's a good one. So I went down to Nashville a few years ago with a group of uh, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just doing a girl's trip, blah, blah, blah. And we ended up at this bar, which you would love. Um, mm-hmm. But all the other bars, you know, in Nashville is basically just like country music, pretty much, obviously, there. Yeah. But this particular bar was... It's still kind of country, but more like Johnny Cash kind of country. And they were playing like, I can't really remember, but maybe like fun pop punk songs, but it would be like in a Johnny Cash kind of way and stuff like that. So it was like, they, they had like a twist to it, but it wasn't full country. It was like the country that we would like. Yeah. So I, we went into the bar and then basically it was, you know, me and my two girlfriends and there was a some like swing dancing and stuff going on out in the, in the middle. And I had gone over there and we were just like normal dancing, being silly. And this really tall guy had come up and was like, you know, I want to dance with you. So we start dancing and we're having a lot of fun and being goofy. And then like, you know, the bar closes up. We all decide that we're going to go to this. Well, let me back up. We were all standing outside and a pedicab driver come up and he had said, offered to take us to a late night place. And the late night place, of course, happened to be a, stri- a strip club. 
So, um, Aww, and it was like, yeah. yeah. So it was after two o'clock and, or 2 a.m., I mean. And then I was like, okay, like, I'm down. Let's all go. So the guy forgets to tell us that this place does not actually offer uh, drinks there. You have to bring oh. your own. It's a BYOB <laughs> strip club. So I didn't know that. And we, sh- of course, showed up in no booze, which is why we wanted to go mostly because, you know, we were looking for somewhere to drink. So we get there and we have to pay like, I can't remember what it was. I want to say like 20 or 30 bucks to get in. Like it was overpriced for the fact that you weren't getting anything but looking at some women. Well, that's my opinion. You know, I'm sure other men would be fine with that, but whatever. So uh, we go in, there's no, you know, drinks or whatever. We find this area was like one of those like little VIP booth things. Mm -hmm. And we sit down and now, of course, you and I have been to a fair number of strip clubs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canadian one that we used to go to. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it, but it doesn't matter. But I don't know if you remember, like, the vibe when you went in there, where it was, like, you know, beer-soaked carpet. Like, the everything just looked run down, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I'm, like, walking into this, like, hole-in-the-wall strip club that doesn't have oh, any boy. booze with this guy, his guy friend, and then my girlfriend's. And we get down to the strip club, and, like, me and him are, like, so drunk, we just start making out, and I'm, like, sitting on top of him. Like, not even how I would act ever. Yeah. Like, I've never done, like, it to that, like, level. I have a couple moments where I'm probably, I've done, well, you know you know about the one with yeah. whatever. But anyway, I've had a couple moments where I was, like, a little too, doing a little too much out, out and about in front of people. But this was definitely one of those times where I was, like, I'm in Nashville. I don't know anybody here. I don't care. Um, so it was funny. I'm on top of him, making out with him, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I go home with him. He, I want to say, was divorced or something. But either way, he kind of had brought it up. And you could kind of tell that he was, like, a guy that was used to having somebody else keep the house clean. Okay. So same, you know, same thing where like you go in, it's messy. Didn't probably not as disgusting as yours. But he had two dogs. They were kind of smelly. There was just like chaos in his place, you know. But we had a lot of fun. I'm still like connecting with him on social media. Like he's still cool. But we had to leave the next day to go to um back back home to Chicago. Yeah. And I was like, so I wake up shit faced. Been having sex all night. I'm still drunk. I'm supposed to drive us eight hours home. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, they can't find me. They don't know where I'm at. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like I could have been murdered, kidnapped, whatever. They, they, I wasn't answering my phone either. Yeah. You know, because we were drunk and you're having a one night stand. You're not doing that, so they don't know where I am. They're like, oh, hope she gets back. I get back right at checkout. He drives me in this pickup truck and. It's got like big old pick like listen to country music and like got his big old tires and he pulls up to the hotel and the truck is so big I didn't have my underwear on because I couldn't find it and I had to leave it there and <laughs> and I go to get out of the truck and my dress gets stuck and I'm right in front of the whole like hotel. So the whole lobby and the people coming in and out are staring at my bare ass and I'm like stuck with the dress and he can't help me because he's up high in the truck too and I can't fully get all the way down because like I was like oh my god. So I like like said something and I was like well that was embarrassing. 
<laughs> so then I get back upstairs and I'm like, they were like, oh my God, like, where have you been? I was like, I have two seconds to get my life together and then I'm going to have to sleep for two hours and someone's going to have to take the first drive. But it, it was just like so bad. I had to like sleep in the back of the car. I, the guy still probably has my underwear. No, I don't sleep. He probably doesn't. But, you know, it was just like, I can't believe that like my ass is just like exposed to everybody. I love just picturing you bare-assed in front of a hotel where, like, families are trying to eat continental breakfast. Yes! It's like... <laughs> and I'm like, don't mind me. And, like, I'm all... And I look like, clearly, I've just been having sex all night. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, my hair's all crazy. Like, I woke up all frantic. Like, you gotta get me there. I've gotta get out of here. <laughs> like, check out. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was great. But, yeah. Whew, your turn. That was a good one. I don't think I've ever heard that story before. I, I honestly forgot about it. <laughs> well, I have... Alright, so the next one is kind of funny, but also like, borderline scary. Oh! So, uh, I went to... I was out at this club in the Lower East Side, and um, I was hanging out and, you know, dressed how I dress. And uh, I was just hanging out. I wasn't really kind of feeling like the club vibe that night. So I was just kind of like wallflowering it. Sure. And there was this guy by the bar and he was like tall and blonde. And so he starts talking to me and he's like Polish. He's got like a little bit of an accent. And I was like, oh, cute. And so he's like buying me beers and we're chatting. And then we start talking about like nerd stuff. And somehow we got on the television show Arrow. So we are talking about that. And we were talking about The Flash. And it turns out that he has... So there's this part in the television show Arrow where, like, the main guy, he's in Russia, and he's undercover in the Russian mafia, and he has to get this tattoo. And so this guy had the Russian mafia tattoo. Oh, my God. He showed it to me. He was real proud of it. Like, I was going to be impressed, and I was cool, but, like, also, like, weird. But he was nice, and I just assumed that he was just, like, a super nerd. You know what I mean? So Of course. We start making out at the bar, and we're having fun, and he's like, I don't live very far from here, like... You know, if you want to come have a nightcap. So I was like, all right, sure. So we leave and we get into a cab and then we're in a cab going over the bridge. And then that's where he started to get a little bit weird. So everything was fine. We're in the cab. And then all of a sudden he starts talking about his dad and how his dad was like kind of like verbally abusive, like emotionally and verbally abusive, maybe even maybe even physically. And he was talking about how like I want to say that he had told me that his dad, like, stabbed him or tried to stab him Jeez. or something like that. And I was like, what is happening right now? Like, I just thought we were going to be making out in this cab, you know? Oh, my God. So, and then he, like, starts talking about how his mother never really stood up for him. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. That's terrible that your dad was, you know, so bad and, not, and you know, treated you so poorly. And he's like, no, my dad wasn't bad. I love him. He's great. And I was like, okay. What? Okay. Like, I don't want you to, like get weird on me like sorry and so then we like changed the subject and then he like got normal again so everything was normal we're just chatting and then so we got out of the car and we get to his apartment and he lives kind of like in the bushwick area so we go into his apartment building we go into the house and you can tell that like used to be like his grandparents house or something it's definitely like decorated by an old polish lady so we go through the house and we get into his room and he's just like showing me stuff in his room. Like one is like a picture of his dad and he's talking about how great his dad is. And I'm like, all right, dude, like stop talking about your dad. You're weirding me out. 
So he makes us drink and we're hanging out. <laughs> You're weirding me out. <laughs> so he makes us drink and we're hanging out. And then we start making out and we're in like various stages of undressed mm. when his roommate just bursts into the room because he wants some whatever kind of liquor is in his room. And he comes okay. in with a girl. And at this point, like the guy that I'm with is just like in his boxer shorts. And so the girl is like looking at him and she's like, ooh, hi. And she starts flirting with him and he's like, no, 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 you made your choice for the night and, like, pushes what? her out and then, like, hands his friend the whiskey and, like, closes the door behind them. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and so then... What the fuck? Yeah, so then we start making out and fooling around and, like, things are going okay, but, like, the whole time he's like, oh, I bet you weren't expecting my dick to be so big. He's like, I bet you weren't expecting this full, like... I can't remember if he was, like, nine inches or whatever. And he's like, I bet you weren't expecting nine inches, were you? And I was like, oh... You're so big. It feels so. You know what I mean? It's oh, like whatever. Yeah, they, like so. Like unless you're like actually into it, when they say stuff like that, you're like, chill out, man. It's just. But he, he was saying it so much, so I was like, all right, this dude just needs me to like validate him, and so I was like, well, whatever. It's so big. Whatever. Oh, like, I can't handle it. I know it was an. It's embarrassing for him, honestly. So, but then he like couldn't really keep his boner, and also he was like being kind of rougher than I like wanted him to be, so I kept having to tell him to like you know, not be so rough. And he like tried to choke me and I was like, no, I'm not really into that. Like, don't do that. Um, I'm like, you can keep your hand there, but like no pressure on my throat. And he's like, okay, okay, sorry. But he was, you know, just trying to be like a little bit too rough, like holding me down or throwing me Mm -hmm. around or whatever. And so I kept having to like correct him and be like, no, like that's, I'm not into that. And so then he just like, his boner kept going away, obviously, because he was drunk. And so it just like kept getting soft. So I would like, take the condom off, you know, try to get him a boner again. And then at one point he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? What am I doing? And he's like, what are you do? What are you doing? Why did you stop? And I was like, cause you don't have a boner. Like you can't have sex if you don't have a boner, you know, I'm like trying to give you, I was like about to try to give him a blowjob and he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I was like, no dude, like I'm not just going to like hang out here while you jam your soft dick into me. What kind of, so, wait, why doesn't he also want you, it doesn't, don't they all want that? I don't know. I guess not. I mean, I've never had anyone complain about a blowjob before. So I I what are you doing? Don't put your mouth on there. Yeah, but he was just like so offended because I think it was like part of It's not like you're trying his... to lick his asshole. Exactly. <laughs> But I think it was part of the ego thing. Like, I don't think that he wanted to admit that he was having boner problems. Just oh. like he doesn't want to admit that like he's Like, you prob- can't see? Yeah. Just like, he doesn't want to admit that he's probably only like five and a half or six inches and not nine. <laughs> so, like, I was just like, God, I can't wait. I'm like, the second he falls asleep, I'm like sneaking out of here. And I had already told him, I was like, yo, like, my dog's sick. I gotta, I gotta be home in the morning to give her her medicine. So, like, I can't you know, stay too long, you know, just kind of like letting him know that I'm going to leave like the second yeah. I get a chance. So he, he falls asleep and I'm like, yes, you know, like I'm getting ready to sneak out. So I like, get up to go and he wakes up and tries to have sex with me again. And I'm like, Ugh, okay. And I, cause I don't want to like, I don't want to s- stop him or like be weird or provoke him in any way because he's already been weird like a few times throughout the night. And so it just kind of, like, makes more sense for me just to, like, lay down and keep cuddling until he falls asleep and then leave once he's asleep because I just don't want any kind of conflict, you know? Yeah. So 
he finally goes to sleep and he's like snoring and shit. Like so he's I'm, like a damn baby. I can't yeah. leave the room until he passes out. And so I'm like trying to like wiggle myself out from under his arm, like hurry up, and I just like grab my clothes and like get dressed in the hallway and like get out of there like ASAP and then God. get home. And I'm like, what is? I've he- done that before when they go to the bathroom. I just grab yeah. my shit and go. And I know in my head, I'm just waiting for the moment. I'm like, and I'm calculating. Like, okay, there's my socks. There's my shoes. I wear both of those and then grab this, grab this last, and then head out. Which way's the door? <laughs> yeah, I always keep everything. Like, like my first time with anyone, like all of my stuff is like in a nice little neat pile. So I know exactly where it is and I have to like run out real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so he like texted me later that day and he was like, Hey, I had a lot of fun last night. Like I'd really like to hang out again. And I just like blocked his number. I was like, there's no way I'm ever hanging oh out with you God. again. You were so weird. Take your nine inches somewhere else. That is really, really weird to me. Yeah. So that was your nine. You're nine. You're quick. <laughs> That's when you do the quotation fingers. You're nine inches. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. That's so I, silly. I hope someday he comes to terms with that. Uh, but yeah. I, I wasn't going to be the one to tell him. Yeah, let's 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 hope for that one. <laughs> All right, your turn. <laughs> God, I, I I got a couple. Like I don't even know which one to go with. <laughs> well, I have uh, I have two more that I on the top of my head that I can give you but so I do right, have then I, I could definitely I can narrow this down to two here okay all right so one of them um all right I'm gonna talk about this guy because he's he has to make make the list okay so I call him never nude <laughs> and and I have referenced his hot dog dick before but I don't think I told the whole story and Hot dog dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. okay. So we match on something. Who knows what? I don't even remember how we met, to be honest. And we went to a movie. And I remember thinking, like, I don't know. Movie's always kind of like a weird first meet. Yeah. So after the movie, like, we went and got dr- I think I got drunk and he didn't. That's how bad. Like, I don't think he drank either. So uh, whatever. We went out for food and drinks or something after. And then uh-huh. we went back to his place. And we were, like, starting to fool around. And he ended up, like, basically it was to the point where, like, I was naked. He was almost naked. But he had on, like, these shorts. Uh-huh. And so I just assumed he would take him off last or whatever. And he was kind of a chubbier dude. So maybe he was like self-conscious. I don't know. So I don't think anything of it. And we're still like still fooling around. He's doing the stuff to me and I'm like trying to reciprocate and he's not really letting me touch him Yeah. or like go in the area. So I'm like, I don't know That's how to weird. process this. So he like all of a sudden when he's like ready for the jelly, I guess we could <laughs> phrase it as <laughs> he, um, pulls his dick out through the boxers oh which, what yep which no. is already that's already weird that's why i call him never knew because i even tried to get him to take them off and he was like no no no, i'm more comfortable with them on i'm like you're gonna fuck me with your boxers on? it's different like if you're like having a quickie or like you're so excited to get into each other you can barely get all your clothes off it's another yeah. thing to be like working at it for a while and still not take your pants off or like yeah your boxers that's off. weird like that is weird and then you like pulled your dick out to bang me through the hole I, it grosses Ooh. me out a little like i'm not gonna lie i feel a little grossed out 
Yeah, it's okay. Well, then he you have to picture the hot dog dick. So here I see sticking through his fucking shorts, you know, is his... Okay, and when I say hot dog dick, I say this because it looks like an Oscar Mayer wiener got left out in the sun on a hot day. Oh, no. Right? On the cement. It was dry and kind of crackly looking. And, and, and I don't understand. I didn't understand what I was seeing. I was like, that can't be his penis. That I've never seen a penis that disgusting before. Did he explain it? Does he have like burn scars on it or something? <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea. He didn't. <laughs> he, I, I guess I didn't think to ask that. It looked like shriveled skin, not like skin, like scar tissue. But oh. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was something, and maybe that's why he didn't take his boxers off. But he didn't say any of those things. So, you know, like, he tried to, like, do it later, because, like, at first I was like, well, this isn't really working for me right now. I'm not really turned on. So then, like, later he tried to, like, you know, basically start it up again. And I was just like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to, like, see that thing poking out of your boxers. Like, yeah, no, gross. And I can't even, I don't even know if he counts as a one-night stand. Now that I say this, because I couldn't even let this penis come near me. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I ran from it. But, yeah, I don't know. We were trying to, I guess, at least have sex. And it could have been a one-night stand. But I guess that one's kind of a gray area. But I, it is funny that is, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. So I feel like it's a red... <laughs> it's definitely a red flag if a man won't let you do anything to him. Because, in general, I mean, no offense, men... Uh, men are very selfish in bed, especially when it comes to, like, foreplay stuff. Yes. Like, it's definitely, like, you're going to suck my dick first, and then maybe I'll go down on you. Yes. So I'm really surprised that he just wasn't, you know, dick out like every other man. Maybe he also recognized that his penis was weird. I mean, he definitely did. That's why he didn't take his underwear. I'm assuming that's why he didn't take his underwear off, because he, like, knew there was something wrong with his dick. But I wonder... (laughs) I wonder what it is. Like, did you try to Google this at all? I, I never. I know it scars me to this day. Like, oh my God, when we uh, get off, when we get off this God. recording, I'm 100% googling this to find <laughs> out if it's like some kind well, of it's weird like a dick disease. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I need to know. I need to know. Oh, Inquiry boy. minds need to know. That's so funny. Okay, so I have. Um, I went to a Nerf Herder show Ooh. last year or the year before Nerf Herder was doing like a special for comic, the New York city comic con. So they were playing at this place called the bell house. And I was with our mutual friend, Frank and Frank and I were trashed. So drunk. So we were watching Nerf Herder. We had a wonderful time. And then afterwards, I was charging my phone at the bar because I wanted to get an Uber and my phone had died. So I was just like hanging out. Frank had already left. Uh, and I was just drinking. And these this group of three guys came over and they started talking to me. So I was chatting them up. We were having a good time. And then two of them left and there was just the one guy left. So he and I chatted for a bit. And then I was ready to go home. So we go outside. I'm waiting for my Uber. And there is um, a homeless guy outside and he's got all of these kittens. Like there's a mama cat and all these baby kittens and I'm drunk. So I'm like, look at all of these kitties. Oh my God. Like what a sweet man. He's like taking care of all these kitties, you know, and he, you know, he doesn't even have a home and he's like trying to make sure all these kitties are safe. You know, it was just like so sweet. 
And so this guy that I'm with, like, he goes, do you want to go and, and, you know, he hands me $20. He's like, do you want to go give this to the guy, you know, to help him take care of the kittens? And I was like, oh my God, like, what a fucking sweetheart you are. So I take the 20 and I try to give it to the the old man with the kittens. And he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't take money. He's like, if you wanted to give me, he's like, if you wanted to give me food or something, like I would take that, but I don't ever, I don't ever solicit money. And I was like, Oh, well not even like for the kittens, like, so you can buy them food. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. Like I, you know, I just, I don't take money. Well, I think it's like admirable. I mean, if that's what, you know what I mean? It's just you, but if you got a bunch of kitties, you should make sure that they're getting food. I guess. And also like, it's 3 a.m. There's no way I'm going anywhere to get cat food and bringing it back to you. No. Like, you should definitely take this $20. Exactly. So I asked him if he was sure a few more times he wouldn't take the money. So I went back and gave it back to the guy. And I was like, that was very sweet of you. Like, thank you. But I think he knew that that was going to, like, seal the deal. So I was like, come on home with me. We can make out. <laughs> so we go home. And I'm positive that we probably had sex. But I don't remember because I was <laughs> drunk. So nothing. I don't know if anything was particularly <laughs> stood out about the sex that we had. So then we like wake up in the morning and he's like, telling me a little bit about himself, like his name for starters. And then <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Cause like I woke up, I woke up drunk and he's like, Oh, well I have to go. Cause I have to go to work. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you later. You know, bye. And he left and he was like nice enough, but he didn't give me his phone number. I'm, I hmm. think, I think his name was Brian at this point. I don't know. I've, it's been a while. And so I wake up in the morning and I'm cleaning up my room because I always clean in the morning before I go to work. I don't know why. So I'm like straightening up my room and I pick up my, I had bought a shirt at the show. So I pick up my shirt and I go to like hang it in my closet and then I clean some more and then I pick up a Nerf Herder shirt and I was like, wait, I thought I hung this up in the closet. And so I look in the closet and he had bought the same shirt, the same size as mine and left it at my house. But he didn't leave me his phone number, so I had no way to get in touch with him. And I just had two Nerf Herder shirts. <laughs> so I, I go onto, like, the Facebook page. And I'm, like, trying to see if I can find him, like, in the, uh, like the Facebook event page. Now you just like a creep. I know. But I just, I wanted to get him his shirt <sighs> back. Because he, like, he seemed like a really nice guy. And I just, like. Like, I swear I'm not a stalker. I just want to get your shirt back. I'm just using my stalking skills that I normally wouldn't tell people I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I totally would have outed myself as like a Facebook stalker too. But so, but Nerf Herder doesn't play very often. And I didn't know if he would be able to get another shirt. So I felt so bad. And I was like, oh man, I'm such an asshole. Like, but I mean, it's not my fault. He left the shirt there. But so now I have two Nerf Herder shirts in case one wears out, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I got a backup. Yeah. So now I have a backup. <sighs> uh, yeah. So he was, that was fun and nice. It's just funny that he left his shirt and. He, and the cats mostly. The in the cats. <laughs> yeah. So I'll hand it back over to you. Oh gosh. I mean, so like, like sometimes it's funny because I feel like there's just so many of them, but like the funniest ones, you know, are always the ones that stick in my head the most. I don't want to say yeah. like always funny, but just most ridiculous too. And I think I brought this one up before as well, but I don't know that I told the full event from like you know from from the start to finish just kind of referenced him at one point um but i had this guy and i like to call him bob i mean okay i think that's his name but so basically my friend ended up getting some tickets to a tribe event and i don't know mm-hmm. if 
you know who that is or you know the website or whatever but they had some event and is basically like all you can drink for like three hours liquor oh, so that's fun. yeah so we go to this bar and it's like a bro bar like total bro bar but the upstairs was really big so they rented that out for the event they had music and a bunch of people were there and people are socializing getting shit-faced and at one point at the end of the night like you could tell that people hit their walls yeah because the party atmosphere completely changed because in the beginning people are just like a bunch of people that don't know each other and they're supposed to be socializing versus a bar where you don't have to talk to anybody so we're there at this event we're getting super super drunk and i just kind of like remember like at one point that i don't remember part of the night but i ended up well yeah when there's like an open bar situation like that i feel like and it's only three hours i feel like people just pound drinks and then they don't and you can't feel it right away and then all of a sudden it's like an hour later you're just like fuck yep and that's when you hit that wall and it's no coming down from that when you're drinking liquor beer's a little different but liquor will definitely make you sicker so (laughs) so uh we were at this place drunk as hell and i remember like this is what i remember in my head is having like tunnel vision i remember scanning the room to look for my friends and i was constantly stopping on different weird situations like you know two chicks were making out with a guy in a wheelchair earlier i saw nobody talking to that guy and then later on in the night he's making out with two hot chicks and, and you know him. I, I don't you know who cares that he's in a wheelchair but i just like it was very visually like something to remember you know yeah and you know it was like weird stuff like that and then all of a sudden i scan again and i see a dude like walk, beelining for me and just starts making out with me and like at that time it was drunk whatever i thought it was hot but yeah. i don't really remember him so <laughs> i remember the making out i remember him coming towards me i don't remember getting home but i obviously remember waking up so i wake up the next day and it's one of those wake-ups where like you don't even know what time it is you don't even know if what your name is anymore <laughs> what day it is like, you know what like year you're, is it yeah you're like so like out of it that you don't know how to process any information so <clears throat> i basically um you know could feel the presence of someone in my bed and i because yeah. i always sleep with my back or my face i always face outward so if someone's sleeping next to me i wouldn't know unless i could you know look over or feel it or whatever so i could feel this person next to me and i turn around and i'm looking at him and i'm like who the fuck is this guy like i don't recognize his face even at that point usually your brain would still be like oh yeah that happened but no i literally have no recollection of him and so i i obviously assumed that i took him home you know yeah he's already awake looking at me oh no 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 (laughs) Uh uh-huh Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he looks so excited that I'm finally awake. Like, he's been waiting, right? Oh, God. Did you ask him how long he'd been awake? Uh, no, I didn't care. So, I could tell. Like, it was. I remember it being the afternoon. Like, dude, this guy's too, like, this guy's been sitting here probably for hours, like, waiting for me to wake up. So, he, Ew, why he's not like, leave? Oh, I don't know. So, he's looking at me, and he's, like, so excited. He's like, hi. And I was like, Hi. And then I kind of, like, I'm too, like, you know, heads pounding. I don't want to talk loud. And he's like, well, you know, I just figured uh, we could we should get to know each other. And I was like, get to know each other? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, 
what do you want to know? And he's like, well, I'll start. Uh, my name's Bob. And I was like, that's cool, Bob. I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> and he just won't stop talking. He's telling me that he lives in the burbs and he can make trips out here to the city and all this stuff. And I'm like, why are you talking to me like we're going to start a relationship? Like, did we get married last night? Like, like, that's where, like, my brain is, like, I don't understand why you're saying these things to me. Like, oh, what you if know. you, what if you took his virginity and you didn't even know it? Oh, my God. Please, please, please don't tell me that. Maybe but that's he, why he was, like, so, uh, like, uh, hi, I'm Bob. I'm oh your boyfriend. Gosh. You took my virginity. Oh, shit. That's terrible. I guess I didn't think about it from that perspective ever until you just said that. Oh, that's but what you I'm might here be for. right. Oh my God. Well, it, that actually would kind of explain the rest of the story. So he, he's like, you know, trying to make plans. Right. And I still am like not even remembering that like we had sex. So I start to get annoyed because he won't stop talking to me. Like he wants to go get like food and, you know, tell me all about himself. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about any of this. I just, and then, and you know, and I don't mean to sound mean, but when I did see him, I was thinking, uh, you know, I wouldn't have chosen this had I not been blackout drunk. That's fair. Basic, basically. I, there's nothing, like, extremely wrong with him. It just wouldn't have been my, my choice, you know? Yeah. And so I was just like, um, I just eventually said to him, and, and, you know, I was probably a little mean, but it was also kind of funny to me. But I was just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, Bob, and when I come back, I'm going to hope that, you know, you scoodled on out of here. <laughs> like, instead of me trying to leave, I couldn't leave. So I was just like, yeah. I'll give you, I'll be in there for a bit because I may throw up. I'm not sure. But, like, this is probably a good time for you to go. I would love it if you left. Thank yeah. you. So here I am in the bathroom. And now keep in uh, you know, mind the environment that he's leaving. When you leave my living room, this was my old apartment, there's a weird door that they had to the living room. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because it's literally right next to the front door. So when you open the front door, you have to have the other door closed. Otherwise, you can't open the front door. Uh, to, to reference, you know, the movie Scream when when uh, Nev Campbell has the two doors and she gets to jam them together so they can't get into the room. It was kind of like that. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Like, it's duh it's safety yeah. in case you're trying to get somebody's trying to murder you well true but also in the same sense this was not good for bob who didn't understand the apartment so <laughs> bob goes and didn't put his didn't have time to put his shoes on so he's holding them he's grabbed some of his things but not all of his things so i come out of the bathroom and i hear a bunch of struggling you know like he's stuck at the front door and I look into my room because I have to pass my room to get there. And I see his wallet and his watch are still in my room. So I grab both of those things and I like walk to the front door. And I'm guessing at this point that he's stuck in this weird like gap because he didn't shut one of the... He hasn't figured out which door to shut first. Yeah. So I walk over there and I all of a sudden I can't hear anything anymore, but clearly he didn't exit. So I open the door more and can feel it. It's not opening the rest of the yeah. way. Like it's stuck. And I peek my head around and he's hiding behind the door with the tennis shoes in front of his face. Like I can't <laughs> see him. 
<laughs> like, I can't see him at all. And I was like, Bob, Bob, what are you doing? He's like, I couldn't get out. And I was like, you might need this wallet and this watch and I'll help you. So I help him get out, you know, and then I basically like he leaves and, and then he, I saw him be like, he's like, which way do I go for the, and I shut the door. <laughs> oh, you didn't even tell him how to get to the train. I was like, I can't, I can't. I was so <laughs> fucking sick and like, I don't even remember if I ended up puking, but like, I just, I couldn't help him. I couldn't help him. Oh, poor like, Bob. Yeah. He had to learn the hard way that city women can be cruel. <laughs> Poor Bob. Poor Bob from the Chive event. All right, so I thought of I thought of another one. Ooh. Um, so I have two. One isn't really, I don't know, one isn't really a complete one night stand, I guess. But the other one, I don't, I can't tell which one is better to tell. All right. <laughs> so I'm just having a hard time choosing what story to tell you. Uh, do you have another one? I, dude, I have a list of terrible one night stands <laughs> okay so the next one i'm gonna tell you is not we i didn't have sex with him but he came home with me so uh halloween last year i was tinkerbell mm. and i was wearing a blonde wig which i don't make a good blonde and i was at one of my favorite bars autos and we were just like hanging out and i had uh jive dance a little bit with one of my friends and i I'm at the bar and this guy comes up next to me and he's like, oh, like I saw you dancing. You're a really great dancer. And I was like, oh, thanks so much. And so we just ended up like hanging out for a while. All my friends were leaving. So I was like, cool, bye. And so I was hanging out and I was talking to this guy and I don't know why he thought I looked good with that wig on because I didn't. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you, I'm sure you looked cute. No. So he was staying in New Jersey and all of his friends were going back to Jersey. And uh, so we decided that he could stay with me and we were like making out of the bar or whatever. So I was like, before his friends left, I was like, listen, you can stay over, but we're not going to have sex. And he's like, okay. So he comes back to the house and uh, we do some making out and like, he was surprised that my hair was so dark. And I was like, he had to know I wasn't really a blonde. Oh. Like, this is, this is clearly a wig, buddy. I mean, yeah yeah okay that's pretty i mean i guess maybe if it's dark and you're drunk you might not like pick up on it right away but i mean it's halloween it's halloween so, <laughs> so whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was surprised at how dark my real hair was so then we get into bed and we're just like talking a little bit we do some making out and then we do some cuddling and then go to sleep so we wake up the next day he's on his way to go to God, like Bangladesh or some shit like that. So he leaves uh, that evening. So he has to go back to Jersey, uh, get all of his stuff, and then go to the airport. So he leaves. He's super sweet. We like, I walk him out. I give him a kiss goodbye. We exchange numbers. So then he leaves. And then I get a text from him later that night. He's at the airport. And he's like, hey, this is Ray. I is my wallet at your house. Whoa. I was like, what? No, I don't think so. Cause I had already kind of like made my bed. And so I go into my yeah. room. I, so I tear everything apart. I'm looking everywhere for this guy's wallet. Cause I know he has to like fly. Yeah. So 
I'm like looking everywhere for it. I can't find it anywhere. And I was like, it's not here. Like, I don't know. Maybe try like the cab company or something. So luckily he had his passport. Yeah. So luckily he had his passport. He tried the bar. He tried the cab. He couldn't find it anywhere. So he gets on his flight and he goes. Um, But his, he must've like had some way to get cash or something because he didn't have his wallet. So I don't know. I don't know how he managed to fly or have money for anything. Yeah, Yeah. But he figured it out. So like four or five days later, I'm changing the sheets on my bed. And when I pull the sheet out, his wallet comes popping out. It was jammed between my bed frame and the mattress. And even though I thought that I checked down there, like it was shoved so far in there. Cause it was like one of those like thin little wallets. Mm-hmm. It was just like shoved so far in there that even when I slid my hand down there, like I couldn't feel it. But when I pulled the sheet out, it kind of popped it out. And so uh. I was like, fuck, I got this dude's wallet. So I messaged him and I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry about this. I found your wallet. Do you want me to mail it to you? Like, how can we fix this? So then He's like, just keep it. I'm, I have to fly. Cause he lives in California or Texas or something. And he was just in New Jersey before his flight. So he's like, just keep it. I'll be back in New York for two days when uh, I get back from my trip. So if, you know, if you don't mind meeting up with me, like you can just give it to me. And I was like, yeah, totally. Like, I'll definitely do that. So he gets back from his trip and he messages me, but I'm like drunk at a bar and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? Come hang out, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, actually, I can't hang out because I got bed bugs when I was there and I have to wash all my clothes and throw away my suitcase. And I'm staying in a hotel because I didn't want to give bed bugs to my friends. And so he was staying at a hotel. So he's giving bed bugs to a hotel. Well, he Uh, said that he had like bought new clothes and all of his other clothes were like in a bag and he was taken to the laundromat or whatever to kind of like. But he's like, I don't want to risk giving you bed bugs, yeah. so I can't stay over tonight like I had planned, but would you mind meeting me somewhere to, like, give me oh my, my wallet? Gosh. And so his parents live in New Jersey, so his dad, like, drives, like, picks him up from the hotel, drives him over to my house. <laughs> and oh, my God. So he could get his wallet from, like, some girl <laughs> that, whose house he stayed at, like, once. And so he, like, gave me a hug. He's like, thank you so much. And he was telling me about, like, all – so, like – Aside from losing his wallet at my house the night before the trip, a bunch of other weird stuff happened on the trip. Like he, his phone fell into like a canal, and and oh then my he, God. he like got bed bugs. So I think he just like had a really like rough week. And then like to top it off, his dad has to drive him over to like some house <laughs> to get his wallet. Oh. Um, he was like, "I'll be back around Christmas time. Like I'll definitely hit you up and we can hang out." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like bye." And that's the last time I ever he did not get in touch with me when he came back for Christmas. Oh my um, god. Hopefully not because something awful happened to him because of his terrible luck. But hmm. yeah, so Hope you're all doing all right out there, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Ray, oh. wherever you are. <laughs> poor, poor Ray. That is pretty embarrassing though. Like how do you explain that? <laughs> Yeah, I felt really bad for him. I, like, waved to his dad at the car. You're like, hi! Hey! <laughs> Who's this again? Oh, just a friend, I promise. Yeah. I didn't I have you didn't know anybody son. here. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't fuck him last night. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, good grief. That's so terribly good. Oh, poor dude. I know, I felt bad. All <sighs> right, you're up. Well, I've got it. Okay, so... 
this I don't think I've ever told this one at all. It was the the novelist surfer. No, I don't, I don't think I've ever so. talked about him. So this one was, you know, when I kind of in the first year or so I lived in Chicago, I had gone out with my friend and we had gotten, you know, tacos, margaritas, whatever. We got super, super drunk. And while we were at this bar, um, this guy was there and he was reading a book. And she, uh, my friend happens, you know, to be a little sassy or whatever and made like a comment to him or something like, you know, like basically it was like a busy bar on like a Friday or Saturday night. And it's like packed kind of bar. And he's like sitting there reading a book. So I think she was just like, give him give him like oh you try to be like the philosophical guy or something like that you know made like some kind of sassy remark so yeah. then they started chatting and then she had gotten up to go to the bathroom or do something i don't remember and then he started talking to me and then by the end of the night i ended up going home with him so Look she ended up stealing him away <laughs> i didn't i didn't i did not steal him away <laughs> he 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 did it i just followed along so <laughs> But anyway, so he was like a, he looked like a surfer, like California surfer dude. Like he had the shaggy blonde hair with the puka necklace and the tan, really tan skin and like dressed like he was going to the beach. Like he fit like that bill and he uh-huh. didn't have, he didn't have a Midwest accent or anything. Okay. So, um, we, we basically go, he's in a hotel. So we go back to this hotel and we end up having sex at the hotel and, I realize that there's two beds, but I'm drunk and don't care, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So sometime after the sex and there was pillow talk, he admitted that the book he was reading was one he wrote. What? (laughs) And he uses it as like a conversation piece. So, so he was just like reading his own book that he that he wrote, and he like tried to convince me like that I needed this book, and I was just like, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't care what it's about," you know. Like, so it's pretty silly. But you know, I stay over and I sleep there because it's a hotel bed. Yeah. And I love sleeping in hotel beds. But anyway, so I wake up and I can hear some noise coming from the other bed, and I realized there was a person there all night. It was another oh. dude. He's eating breakfast, continental breakfast or whatever, in the bed, like, trying to greet me. (laughs) So you're just, like, naked in this bed? Yes, because I woke up having sex with this guy all night. He's passed out, like, hardcore passed out. And meanwhile, his fucking friend or whoever the hell, I don't even know who the guy was, is, like, in this bed, like, oh, morning, while he's eating, you know, his continental breakfast. He's like, so it's like, you guys had fun last night. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, you think that at some point you would have warned me that there was, like, a dude here? And, like, that guy didn't question me. He just acted all casual. So, like, asked you if it was okay with you that you had sex, like, in front of another person. Oh, my God. It was so... And then, like, and I'm thinking all the stuff we did. And I'm like, was this guy awake for any of it? Was he watching us the whole time? Was that their plan? I don't know. So it was just it was just pretty like ridiculous. And then I woke you know I woke him up and I was like, hey, I'm leaving. And he was like, oh, I should. And I was like, ah, bye bye. And I like, shut the door. <laughs> I did whatever you're gonna say. I don't. I'm not. No. We're like, no was, thanks. This was a one and done. <laughs> oh, it's like a hotel. You're gonna walk me downstairs, like kiss maybe, me goodbye. Maybe. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, no. I don't I like, want every, I don't want more of a sign that this is a you know a hotel sex. 
That's fair. That's it's fair. already kind of shameful when you're like leaving and you didn't have like you don't look even you look like you had sex and you're leaving the hotel. That's <laughs> uh, just not good. I would but just yeah. hope everyone in a hotel is having sex. <laughs> this is this is true. But I just thought it was I just thought it was so like not at all what I was expecting to see when I opened my eyes to so some guy casually eating you know cereal staring at me. I love that. Well, I, I don't. I wouldn't love that if that happened to me. But I love that. I love that it happened to you. <laughs> yeah. So now I have a novelist surfer with, um, and 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 oh, I found out too later on in the night that he was like way older than I realized too. But it was funny that he was like some old surfer guy who was re- trying to like advertise his book and was wearing puka beads. Oh my god! Like reading his own book is so. Weird. I, yes. Shameless. Yeah. Grimy. Uh, There's a lot of words I could use. I don't like super it. super strange. <laughs> it's super weird. All right. So my last one is a guy that I think this is, I think this was last year. I don't know. Everything kind of blend. All the years blend together once you get old. This is true. Uh, so I met this guy at a friend's show. The funny thing is I was actually talking to this other guy at the show. Um, we had met. We were uh, chatting a lot. He wanted, he was going to Montreal and he wanted some suggestions about where to go in Montreal. So I, I was telling him and he's like, well, why don't you just text me? Uh, Let me give you my number. So he gave me his number. And so I texted him a bunch of places in Montreal and then he texted me back. Hey, thanks so much. And then uh, we were all going to leave and go to this other bar. Well, I went with one group and he was going to go with this other group of our friends Well, the group that he went with ended up straying off and going to a different bar. And the group that I went with went to the original bar that we were all supposed to meet at. So that guy ended up, like, never, like, I texted him, like, two weeks later and asked him if he'd want to get a drink. And he just never responded to me. So I'm like, that's a bummer. Why'd you give me your number then? Why'd you seem so flirty? (laughs) Anyway, so. You dick. Story's not necessarily. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Anyway. So we go to the other bar, that guy doesn't show up. So we're just hanging out. And there's this guy, a guy who works on the Howard Stern show is hanging out in the group with us because he knows one of my friends that's in the group with us. So we're all sitting down, hanging out. And this guy, he is like, he's drawing a picture of me on a paper towel. And we're just like drinking and hanging out and having fun. But then he's getting like, flirtier and flirtier with me as the night goes on he's like touching my leg Mm. and like touching my back and like telling me how pretty I look and just being like really really flirty so the other people that we were with they're about to take off so I go I'm with this guy and he's like why don't you do you want to go to another bar and drink or we can you know so we end up going to another bar to drink but it's a bar that's like really close to his apartment I didn't know that at the time so we go to this other bar, we have some drinks, and then he's like, hey, do you want to come to my house and, you know, hang out? We can listen to records. So we get to his house, and he he has a really nice, it's a very nice, cool apartment. So we get there, we listen to records, we're just hanging out and drinking, and then we, I need to plug in my phone or something, so we go downstairs. And so when we get downstairs, we're, like, making out and hanging out in his bed, and he's got, like, these, like, special, like, lights or something. Hmm. His room is like a sex den or something like so you go down like you go into his apartment and it's like a living room a bathroom and a kitchen and then there's a spiral staircase Ooh. that goes down 
to like a basement. And so when you go down the spiral staircase, it's like his bedroom. So it's like nice and kind of dark. And then he's got these little lights. So he's got like this little sex den situation. And so then we're just like kind of hanging out and making out. But he had told me that he had, you know, had some Coke and some some so booze. Mean, I don't know why all of my, may like, not be able one to keep, stand uh, stories. keep his boner. Yeah. I don't know why all my one-night stand stories are about dudes that can't keep their boners. <laughs> but It's because of the drinking. So, yeah. So we're hanging out, and he's, like, literally singing me, like, Disney songs. Ooh. I mean, it's the best. I fucking love it. So we're just, like, naked in his bed singing Disney songs. That's so he's, like, hilarious. serenading Is he me a good singer? With, like... Oh. No, not at all. <laughs> but he... His enthusiasm carried him. Like, he knew all the points to hit. He just didn't necessarily have the voice yeah, for it, if that yeah, makes yeah. Like he, he sang it, it the right way. Because, yeah, and so we stayed up all night. Singing Disney with songs. Him, just like, <laughs> singing with Disney his, songs. On Coke, with him on Coke, and, and yeah. not able to have a boner. Exactly. Like, and I'm, I like I'm that double. he doesn't yeah, try to, like, pick porn or anything. He's like, I'm going to sing this bitch Disney songs. Bitches love Disney songs. No. But Which the thing is, is like, I loved it, and I loved that he wasn't trying to shove his soft ass yes. dick in me. He was just like, he was just like, yo, now we're gonna hang out and have fun. Exactly, and he definitely like took care of me, so we didn't. And then we just like hung out, and we stayed up all freaking night, just singing Disney songs, and like just like talking and having fun and being silly. And then I ended up having to leave because I probably had to get home to the dog or something. I'm not sure what what happened, but so it was morning. I had to go. So I left my phone number because we hadn't exchanged numbers the night before. So I just like left my phone number on a sticky note on his desk upstairs. And then, you know, just like let myself out. So he texted me later that day and he's like, Hey, I had a really good time. You know, we should definitely hang out again, but I'm going on a trip, you know, out of town next week, blah, blah, blah. And so we kind of tried to make something happen maybe it was me trying to make something happen a few times after that but he just eventually like stopped getting back to me and I was like because he would be like yeah I'll let you know or yeah I'll get uh once I get back like I'll get in touch and then he just like never got touched so that was a bummer because I had had a really really Aww. fun time like singing Disney, Disney songs, songs with <laughs> yeah oh, that's great I like that one that's a that's a and cute for, one and my so my ex-boyfriend was super into the Howard Stern show. And so I was like, I don't know if I could tell him about the story of me, like hooking up with someone (laughs) from the Howard Stern show. Like I want to, because I think that he would like enjoy the story of this particular guy, like singing me Disney songs. (laughs) Like, I really think that he would get a kick out of that story, but also like, I don't know how weird that is for me to be like, Hey, so I had sex with this dude. Let me tell you all about (laughs) it. I guess it. it depends on like, the friendship level of that but i feel like it's strained i don't know that this necessary i don't know that we're like on the right i <laughs> i can't remember if i have mentioned like because like i said this was like a few years ago when it happened i can't remember if i ever eventually told him about it or not uh i mean now he's like he's had a girlfriend for like years or whatever and they just got engaged so obviously like we're not caring about yeah yeah like yeah so I maybe eventually told him, but I can't remember. But originally, like, when it happened, I wanted to, like, text him the next day and be like, guess who I had sex with? That's so funny. Uh, let me tell you all about these Disney songs. That's but, so funny. But, 
Yeah, I didn't know if I'd be weird. But yeah, so that was like, it was probably. Well, does he like listen to the podcast? Because now he knows. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows that I have a podcast. Honestly, I don't even know if he remembers my no. name. So I'm not going to say what his name is just because I, you know, like I don't, I'm not trying to fuck his <laughs> shit up. But yeah, so it was a, it was a fun time. Yeah. So that's all. Those are all the ones that I've written down. I'm sure that I probably have other stories, but those are the ones off the top of my head that were the most entertaining anyway. No, those are pretty good. I liked those. I didn't, I didn't, didn't know them all. So. Oh, good. Good. Sometimes I feel like we tell each other so much that I'm not sure what's new <laughs> to you or, I mean, but you have a bad memory that even if you had heard it before, it it's, like the first time. it's like the first time. It's like the first time. It's like, it's like, uh, the Drew Barrymore in Adam Sandler movie, the 51st dates. That's like hanging out with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, did you have any additional stories? Um, I mean, I know I've talked about the guy before with the had the electricity problem. I, I'm pretty sure, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, with the porn. So he was a good one, yeah. but since I already brought him up, I didn't want to do that full one. But I mean, I mean, a lot of them are just normal stuff where they're not super crazy. Where you're just like, this was silly, or I sh- probably shouldn't have banged with this person, but it happened. <laughs> Uh, like, I don't know. I just kind of, Calvin. (laughs) (laughs) and I I was like trying to think of somebody else. I mean, like there's one time I went to a baseball game and I ended up banging some dude and, you know, stuff like that, where it's just like super random. You had no idea that's what was going to end up happening, but you got drunk and it just happened, you know? Thank God for booze. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, well, I'm going to have to live with that one. But <laughs> but most of the funniest ones were were basically that those ones that we told today. Well, if any of our listeners have really funny one night stand stories, you guys should definitely definitely yes. write us and tell us about it. Uh, you can write us at I'd rather watch Netflix at Gmail. I'd rather Netflix on Instagram or I'd rather Netflix on Twitter. If it's a real short story and you can keep it below the character <laughs> limit on Twitter. Or I guess you can DM us. Does, do the DMs on Twitter have a character limit? I don't even know. I don't know either. Oh, well. All right. So get in touch with us. We definitely want to hear your weird one night stand stories uh, or even good one night stand stories. Like if you like fucking fucked Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. I've got like, no celebrities under my belt. I, I mean, I have the one guy from Howard Stern, but I don't really know how much of a celebrity <laughs> he is outside of Howard Stern fans, so I don't really know how big that is. I think it counts. Uh, yeah. I think it counts. All right. Well, look at me, fucking celebrity. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, if you guys definitely please tell us if you fucked a celebrity. I, I, I yeah, forced so, Gavin uh, Rosdale to kiss me, but that was the closest I ever got to banging a, a celebrity. That's so hot. All right. So get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. Uh, also, remember to subscribe and rate and review because it really helps us. Uh, if everyone just tells, like, one friend to or, review, like, five. Yeah, we need some reviews. Yeah. So spread us around. Yeah. We're spreading <laughs> ourselves around, obviously. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I think that's all we have time for today. For today but uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.